Hey, quick question. Do you love your phone case? Today's guest has built an online business around supplying customised phone cases. Because let's face it, life's just too short for ugly phone cases. G'day, howdy, how are you? Welcome back to another episode of Open for Business. I'm your host, Anthony Murphy. You are tuning in to episode 9 of this podcast. And here, we're all about turning something that you're passionate about into a profit by creating a startup or a small business of your very own. That's what we do around here. Listen in to get heaps of tips, tricks, and actionable content that can help you start your own business today. Thanks for tuning in. From wherever you're listening to, I'm back at Open for Business HQ recording another episode of this podcast. I'm pretty pumped. I love doing this podcasting thing. You guys should uh, definitely think about um, maybe starting a show of your own. I'd listen in. Anyway, guys, wherever you are listening from, whether it's in the car on the way to work, maybe you're at the gym, Perhaps you're walking the dog. Wherever you are, whatever you are doing, thank you very much for tuning in. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me in your earbuds or coming out of your speakers. I hope that uh, we can provide heaps of value for you today, provide a little bit of inspiration and get you super motivated to achieving some of your goals. Today on the show, we are talking to a motivated young lady who has built an online business of her very own by turning something that she's passionate about into a profit. And that's exactly what she does. She lives and breathes her online business. It's her pride and joy, and she's really starting to become a major player in her niche, in her area, and uh, starting to find some great success online with her business. So... Super excited to bring that interview to you, and it's not far away. But before we launch into it, just a weekly check-in, guys. Nice quick check-in to see how you are going. How's the Open for Business team going? I uh, I really do appreciate everybody who listens to the podcast on a regular basis. Uh, I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much. For everybody that provides feedback, leaves some comments, hits me up on Twitter, Um, You guys are awesome and uh, you're my motivation to keep pumping out the uh, content through Open for Business and through this podcast. So thanks very much. How's everything going at your end? Are you kicking some goals? Have you got any great business ideas? If you do, let's get those babies rocking and rolling, guys. Let's build that business of yours, turn that passion of yours into a profit. So um, yeah, feel free to let me know where you're up to. Love to hear from you guys. Feel free to leave a comment in the show notes for episode 9. I'll respond and read each and every single one of them. And uh, if you do get a chance, leave a review on iTunes. It'll be awesome. I would appreciate it. For those that have already done that, thank you very much. If you do have a question that you'd like answered on the podcast, just head over to iTunes, leave a rating and review, leave your question there. If you already have a business or a website, Feel free to leave it there, and I can give you a bit of a plug on an upcoming episode of this podcast. All right, it's time to get into this week's episode. 
Team, this week we're talking to Tara Connors of WeLoveDaisy.com. Now, Tara first dreamt of her business idea back in 2007 when she was just 11 years old, and she knew she wanted to work in fashion, in design. And moving on to 2013, she opened her first online store through Etsy, which is an online e-commerce platform, selling homemade chokers and necklaces and those sort of things. Now, she has moved into selling customized phone cases, which are designed with inspiration from the internet, inspiration through Tumblr and Instagram. And uh, she's running a fantastic online business, and um, she's here today to tell us all about how she started it, how she runs her business, and how it's possible for you to do exactly the same. Tara Connors uh, from WeLoveDaisy.com. Thanks very much for uh, joining us on Open for Business. Thank you. Awesome. Hey, Tara, what did you always want to be when you grew up? Um, From the age of 11, I wanted to be a fashion designer, but it kind of... Nice. It stayed pretty similar, but kind of chopped and changed in like the sense of not exactly doing fashion design, but still working kind of in fashion retail sort of thing. Okay, nice. For, for any particular company or doing your own thing, or what were you thinking? Um, I always wanted to like go off and do my own thing like since I was little. Yeah. Cool. So you've always sort of had that, uh, be your own boss entrepreneur sort of mindset. Always. Yeah. Always. Ever since I was like five or six. Awesome. Okay. And that has turned into We Love Daisy. Um, and can you tell us a little bit what it's all about? Well, We Love Daisy is pretty basic. It's just an online store selling phone cases that's inspired by internet culture. So sort of Anything that you'd see on Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, um, Tumblr, yep. I think that pretty much covers it. Anything that you kind of see on there that people, you know, kind of from the age of 15 to 25 are interested in is kind of the look we're going for with the cases. Okay. All right. And is it sort of, is it something that you, um, uh, it's a personalized service or do you just create your own designs and then let people choose what they want? Can people sort of um, communicate with you and tell you what they sort of would like on the on the phone case? Um, well, we definitely take, like I definitely take, you know, suggestions from people, but it's kind of like you have to tell them what they want. Okay. Yep. Way I go, go with it. Nice. So they give you a bit of an idea or a theme and then uh, you develop it for them? Yeah. Okay, awesome. So, um, why why phone cases and, the, and accessories, that sort of thing? Phone cases was kind of, I just kind of fell into it. It was, it's, I, the business model that I have is drop shipping. So, okay. phone cases is the easiest thing to go with, uh, especially because you can put your own designs on it without having to put too much input into it. Yeah, sure. For anybody who's, uh, for all the listeners, can you elaborate on drop shipping? What does that mean? So, drop shipping, you're essentially a middleman. So, you won't hold any physical stock at all. It'll all be, you know, held by a manufacturer. Yep. So I have a manufacturer overseas that whenever I get an order, I'll give the order to them, let them know what needs to be on the case. They'll make the case and then send the case straight to the customer. So you don't actually have to do any of the packaging or making of the product. It's all done by someone else and you just act like a middleman. Yeah, okay, nice. Nice and simple. Do you find that there's any, um, any tricky parts in there? Like are you really... Do you want to make sure that the packaging is a certain way and how do you control that sort of side of things? Well, with all the packaging, I'm, I have a pretty good relationship with my supplier. So um, I know exactly what it looks like and what to expect. The only thing that I really struggle with with the drop shipping is 
actually shipping to the customer because it is over in China. So the Chinese postage like service is a lot different to you know Australia or America. So okay. things take a little bit longer, and um, that's one of the things that I've had a lot of difficulties with, and is something that I'm trying to really smooth out over the next couple of months with shipping because yep. the shipping and everything it's not the best. Okay, and I think. Um... Like online shopping and, and parcels and post and all that sort of thing, it is really getting to a pretty high standard these days. So, for yeah. for the type of business that you're in, yeah, working on that that shipping and delivery would be pretty important. Yeah, people expect things, you know, within a week of ordering, which is something that is really difficult because it takes you know up to three weeks for someone to actually get a product. Yeah, yeah, okay. Is there anywhere any way that you sort of um, you let your customers know that it might take a little bit longer than they normally expect or anything like that? I have, yeah, because when I first when I first started, it was something that people would email me about a lot. So from the minute that you start to order, it'll pop up with shipping takes this much time. You know, when you get the order confirmation, it'll tell you shipping's going to take this much time. And when you actually get sent the tracking email with the tracking number, okay. it also says, Shipping's going to take this much time. Yep. You still get a couple of people that send through emails that are like, it's been a week, where is it? But yeah. it's kind of it's calmed down a lot. Okay. We, we always want everything now, don't we? As soon as we click yeah. buy, <laughs> we want it now. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned that um, you always sort of wanted to be in fashion and design. So what were you doing before We Love Daisy? Well, before We Love Daisy, I was just in high school. Okay. So yep. um, I did a lot of art in high school. Okay. But I never really kind of developed any businesses when I was in high school because I worked. Yeah, of part. course. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, what's what's in a name? Why was it We Love Daisy? <laughs> so, my dog's name is Daisy. And okay. um, I've had her since I was little. So, she's just like, I just love her so much. And it was originally going to be called I Love Daisy. But that name was taken. So, I went with... We love Daisy and it's kind of stuck and I'm still not sick of saying it yet. So I feel like I made a pretty good choice with yeah, We Love Daisy. It's got a pretty good ring to it, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's awesome. Okay. So um, what um, do, you, do you outsource? I mean, obviously, there are things that you outsource. Is it just yourself in the business or is there, do you have other people helping you? Um, it's sort of. It's It's mainly me, but like I have a graphic designer and a illustrator that I work with and then I also have a person that sometimes processes orders for me okay but it kind of just depends when she's available but a majority of it is outsourced because every person that works in the business besides myself is from overseas yeah okay nice so it is a, a lot of it is outsourcing and using contractors and and as you mentioned obviously with the drop shipping it's all from the manufacturer and then and then working in the postage so, do you have any difficulties in, in organizing all those people? Because I presume it would take a fair bit of management. Um, I've worked pretty hard over the past, I'd say, year to try and build myself a small team that is easy to work with so I don't have to put too much input into. Nice. Yeah. So, at the start, it was really hard because you, I wasn't even sure what the processes were for myself. Yep. So, once I kind of really understood what the process was for, you know, doing the designs and, you know, having drawings done and processing the orders. Once I really got that down pat, I was able to really delegate it off once I knew exactly what was needed to be done. Yeah. Okay. And did you, how did you find out how all these processes work? Did you just Google it? Did you, did you just research it? How did you find out how it all works? 
It was partially doing a lot of internet research and then partially a lot of trial and error. So um, when I was first trying to figure out the best way to do the process was I would time myself and then write down each step after I was after I'd had like completely finished it and worked out how long exactly it should take. Yeah, great idea. That was mainly for the processing orders and then for the graphic design, that was a lot of um a lot of trial and error with that because it was more about finding someone that could understand how I was emailing to them okay. and just take what I was saying in an email and doing it exactly the way I wanted it to be done. And yeah. I was fortunate with the person that I found. He's very, very on the ball. Awesome. So you've got a uh, you've got a good little team around you now. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. So with um with We Love Daisy, where would you like to take it? Like, what's the? Do you have a grand plan for the business? Mm, no, I've always been the kind of person that just goes with the flow, but <clears throat> I definitely want to start working with actual artists. Like there's this artist on Etsy that does these drawings of like poorly drawn rappers. So yeah. I think it's kind of funny and it kind of fits in with into now. So I want to start working with, you know, artists and social media celebrities to kind of start creating these collections that are going out. And I also want to work closer with social media, you know, influencers to kind of really get the brand name out there. But in the grand, the grand scheme of everything, there isn't really like an end goal. I just want to kind of create this business to be something that people look at as something that's funny and, you know, a bit of a laugh. Yeah. When people, uh, when people think of phone covers, they think of We Love Daisy. Yeah, pretty much. Awesome. So when um, when you started the business, how did you how did you market it? Did you how did you get it out there? Instagram was definitely my, my best friend because it's free and yeah. it's pretty. I I started in the earlier days when the you know Instagram wasn't really oversaturated by you know the big companies like Nasty Gal and princess polly um so i kind of started when it was still small and i did a lot of i focused really hard on the kind of content that was going out um you know making content that wasn't too salesy but was authentic and told people to buy a product yeah nice and that, that's still kind of the take i have on it now is instagram is 100 percent like you're going to be your best friend for someone that's trying to run an online store yeah, so it's not all it's not all sales, sales, sales. You're just trying to create a product that people are going to want to buy. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Do you have um, are all your friends involved? Do they uh, buy phone covers and stuff off you like that? Yes, they do. Um, before I put out cases, I have like a little group chat with some of my closest friends, and I just say, you know, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? And they kind of give me feedback from there. Awesome. So they're like uh, reviewing the product for you, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's really handy. I think that's a good um, a good point to take away for uh, for a lot of people who are, are starting their own business or running their own business. I mean, we've all got we've all got friends, we've all got family. We know that um, we know that these people can give us good, honest feedback. So I think it's really important that if we do have a business idea or we do have a product or a service that we want to get up and running, just share it with those people. Get feedback off those people. You don't have to um, you know spend a lot of time doing an internet survey or something like that. Just ask your friends. It's you get feedback in real time. Yeah, especially, you know, if you say to your friends you need to be brutally honest with me, and then that is the easiest quickest, fastest, best way to get feedback that is going to be able to help you develop, you know, your product and your brand. Yeah, exactly. You can uh, you can start uh, actioning it straight away. Yeah. Hmm, awesome. 
So um, do you have any advice for people who are looking to start an online store or, or work in e-commerce? The best piece of advice I think I could give is when you first start, people talk about business plans and um, you know budgets and stuff, but I think when you're starting an online store, you need to really, really focus on your brand identity. Yeah, that's a because good point. Because with online stores, like everything is so oversaturated now with the sense that everyone's doing T-shirts or everyone's doing jewelry. Yeah. And I think the best point to make is in an oversaturated market, you don't really need to have a product that's essentially different. You just need to, and you don't have to do it better either. You just have to be able to look different and sound different and interact with your customers in a different way to everyone else. And that's how you're going to be able to stand out and kind of grow your business to be better than, or, you know, to grow it in a way that, you know, you're doing better than your competitors. Yeah, because I mean, even even with phone cases and phone accessories, like there's no sort shortage of people who are who are working in that sort of field. So you're not trying to redevelop or you know reimagine the wheel when it comes to phone cases. You're just being authentic, putting your own spin on it, and um, and people are going to relate to that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, what do you think? Um, do you think that entrepreneurship and that mentality of running your own on, on online store, like that's it's your full time job now, isn't it? We love Daisy is uh, is your business, and that's your full time job, correct? No, half and half. I half work and half? Um, half and then half as a contractor. Okay, awesome. So it's is it uh, is we love Daisy your main focus? Yes, like a hundred percent. Yes, definitely awesome. So the other the other part of work is is that um, just to help fund we love Daisy, you know, extra money in the bank, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. I don't really the other you know work that I do isn't for love. It's just to survive. Mm, yeah, nice. I think um, there's a lot of people who are currently in a job. They may not necessarily enjoy what they do, or they've got other plans. They want to do something else. But I think that. Um, if you do have some sort of employment, if you've already got money coming in, then you're in a really good position to be able to start your own business because you've got those funds coming in to, to build your website and get your brand right and do all those sort of things. So I think that's a really good space to be in. All right. So um, with Instagram, you, that's your main um, social network for We Love Daisy. Um, what um, Do you have a, a social network um, a social marketing plan for Instagram or is it just taking photos of your products and putting it up? What's your what's your sort of plan with Instagram? So with Instagram, I like the entire time I've been running this business, I've tried really hard not to um, stick to any plans because I'm terrible at sticking to a plan. I just wanted to create something that was really authentic. So with the Instagram, I just try to take whatever I think is trending at the moment and then pop that on Instagram, you know, put some emojis around it mm, um, and just put that up just because it's something that's really simple to look at. And um, a lot of the cases in themselves are enough imagery, so I don't need to put too much effort into it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's that's the bonus where you've got a, a visual product where – Instagram and Pinterest and those type of uh, social media platforms, they're the ones that you can really get good traction on because you have got that visual product. Yeah. Mm, no, that's great. Um, for anybody out there who is does have a, uh, a visual product with Instagram or Pinterest or any more um, Tumblr, do you have any tr- tips, tricks, any hacks with those platforms to help get followers or get your message out there? Uh, with Instagram, 
a lot of brands will kind of follow one kind of theme. So you need to do something that keeps in with your brand message and is fairly consistent but still different. It's, um, yeah, it's hard to explain. But another thing that I would definitely suggest is with uh, products that people can use and wear, you need to really get people holding or wearing those products and try to take photos, you know, with people um, wearing those products. And then with – that's just mainly for Instagram. Tumblr, you know, Instagram and Tumblr, they kind of – you can transfer in between those two because, you know, the imagery is very, very similar. Yeah. Um, I'm not an expert on Pinterest. I don't touch it too much because it doesn't have much traction in Australia. Yeah, that's true. So it's not something that I really focus on at all. Mm, still, still a baby platform, Pinterest for uh, for Australian anyway. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, awesome. What sort of what sort of hours can you wrap some numbers around? We love Daisy. How much time does it take up? How much effort do you have to put in? Obviously, considering the fact that you do some contracting work as well. So, how much time do you devote to We Love Daisy? Because of the way I've set it up, I don't have to devote too much time. I spend about two hours a night on it, and then. Um, on the weekends, I probably spend anywhere from six to 20 hours yep. working, but it's, it's not really working in the business. It's more working on the business than anything. Yeah. And I suppose from your point of view too, it's, it's something that you're passionate about. It's not like, it's not necessarily, you know, I'm doing the quotation marks. It's not work as such, you know, it's, it's something that you love doing and it's a bit of a passion project. So it's, um, you don't mind spending those extra hours on the weekend working on it. No, like the, for me, the working on it on the weekends kind of like the thing that I get to do to relax. It's something that I look forward to on the weekends. Yeah, awesome. That's fantastic. Okay, so let's talk about the the store details. If anybody is interested in in checking out We Love Daisy, purchasing some of your products, how can they do that? So you can head to welovedaisy.com and that'll take you straight to the site. Um, you can also kind of have a browse on the Instagram, which is instagram.com forward slash we love daisy btq awesome um and those are kind of the only ones that i would really suggest going to because those are the only ones that are active and worth looking at really yeah hey they're they're your main sources of traffic aren't they yeah 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 awesome excellent if um if anybody's got any questions for you tara i will uh they can leave some comments in the show notes and uh, i'm sure you'll be happy to answer those questions in the show notes uh after the episode yeah definitely Awesome, fantastic. Hey, Tara, thanks very much for sharing your story. Um, I think the uh, the business and the concept and everything is absolutely fantastic and uh, your story can definitely inspire a lot of other people out there who might be wanting to start their own online business but they're not too sure. Um, at the end of the day, if you've got a good product, if you've got a good service, you don't have to spend hours and hours on it, do you? I mean, yeah, it's a, bit of, it's a fair bit of work to get it up and going but like you said, you're only spending a couple of hours a night on it and, uh, and the business is running really well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you need to put too much input into it if you create a product that's kind of authentic and something that you actually care about and know people are going to care about. And there you have it. That is our interview with Tara. We thank her very, very much for sharing her story. And I don't know about you, but again, I'm feeling mighty motivated after that interview. Just goes to show that anybody can turn something that they're passionate about into a business. You can turn it into a profit. You can make it work for you guys. You can enjoy what you do. You can enjoy earning an income. 
And Tara is just a shining example of that. Very similar to Jackie back in episode three, where she bought her first business after she left school and now runs her own myotherapy clinic. It was something that she was passionate about. It was something that she wanted to do. She wanted to be her own boss, do her own thing, took uh, took control of it, and uh, just like Tara, is now running her own business. So it's definitely possible, guys. Uh, if you want to check out episode three, just click back. Loads more motivation there as well. So um, I'm really impressed with Tara's drive and her motivation to uh, run her own business, run her own show, and just do her own thing, do something that she loves. She's 100% dedicated to it, like she said, and uh, she has a lot of fun. Um, she has a lot of fun doing it, and that's what it's all about, guys. Um, if you uh, if you want to ha- grab the links uh, to Tara's website, welovedaisy.com, and uh, also her Instagram page, those links are in the show notes for episode 9. So just head over to the website, openforbusiness.net.au, and you can grab those links there. Top learnings for episode 9. I have four this week, guys, and the first one is use social media to your advantage. Now, Tara has an Instagram with over 3,500 followers, and she uses that social media platform as leverage to build her business, to find customers, to spread the word, to show people her products. She uses social media to her advantage. So remember that, guys. It's very, very powerful. Businesses everywhere nowadays should be using social media. Use it to your advantage. It's free. Unless you're looking at uh, Facebook advertising, you can sign up and you can have a social media account for free and use that for your marketing for your business. So don't forget it. Learning number two, owning a business doesn't mean that you can't work in anything else. You can't uh, have other jobs or other projects. So Tara uh, does a lot of contracting work as well. And she mentioned that she works two hours a night on weeknights on We Love Daisy and then spends her weekends uh, working on that baby of hers as well. So it's not all-consuming. Um, she does get to do other things. And if you set up a business properly and you, um, depending on what uh, depending on what your service or your product is, doesn't mean running your own business doesn't mean that uh, you're going to get bogged down 24-7, guys. So uh, don't let that be uh, an inhibitor. Don't let it put you off. Learning number three, always work on improving your product or service. So with Tara's business, We Love Daisy, drop shipping is a huge part of that business. She doesn't hold the stock. She has the company that manufactures the product ship it for her. Um, and sometimes... A lot of times there is issue with shipping for every business, not just Tara. Um, and people nowadays, when we hit that buy button on a website, we want that product straight away, don't we? We're so um, we're so eager to get that new product. We don't wait for it. We want it on our doorstep right then and there. So Tara is continually working on improving that shipping process for her business and making it top quality for her customers. So always work on improving your product or service. And last of all, learning number four is outsource as much of your business as possible, especially when uh, funds are available, um, if you've got friends that you can call on, outsource as much as you can, guys. That, in turn, gives you room to work on other things, to grow the business, 
to develop new ideas. So if you're in the position, if you already own a business, if you've got some cash flow, if you've got money coming in, think about the ways that you can outsource that business, whether it be your social media or your copywriting or your your order taking and dispatch, whatever it might be, see if you can outsource it because at the end of the day, you're the brains behind the business and you're the one that will enable your business to grow. So make sure that if there is something that you can outsource, you do that so that you can work on growing your business. That's it. Top four learnings for episode nine, done and dusted. All right, we are heading towards the end of this episode, guys. Next week on the show, it's double digits time. I'm pretty stoked. Ten episodes, two and a half months running. We're going strong. It's a weekly podcast, and I'm looking forward to bringing you some fantastic interviews in December and right through to the new year into 2016. Got some awesome guests lined up. Not going to drop any names just yet. Might let you know. Uh, might let you know next week. Might be a bit of a uh, bit of something to drop on next week's show. There are going to be some uh, small improvements, some small steps being taken next week, guys. Small changing in format, little improvements to the podcast. It's about working on improving your product or service, just like in today's top learnings. So listen out for next week's episode, episode ten. Bit of a different format. Uh, some small improvements like I just mentioned um, and that's all I'm going to say you'll have to tune in next week to find out what it's all about guys if you do have any questions if you've got any comments if you've got any feedback just head over to the show notes for this episode leave a comment and uh, I respond to each and every one of them it would be fantastic to hear from you while you are there at the show notes, hit the link to leave a rating and a review for this podcast on iTunes. I truly do thank you if you have left a review already. It helps bump this show up the iTunes rankings and helps spread the word. That uh, helps grow the Open for Business tribe. Um, and if you have a friend who you think could benefit from this podcast or maybe a family member, feel free to share it with them. That's what it's all about. Uh, links get posted out on uh, the Open for Business uh, Twitter page and uh, Facebook page. So all you got to do, guys, is hit share or leave a comment and uh, tag a friend in that link and uh, get them to listen to the show. And that brings us to the end of Episode 9. Yes, I know, it's over already, but don't stress... Episode 10 is just around the corner. Until next week, team, stay motivated, stay focused, keep reaching towards those goals, and I will catch you over on episode 10. Thanks for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Bye for now.